um, may think that, oh, you know, I know how to pray. You know, prayer is just, you know, simple or whatever. And it's not that prayer is not simple, but a lot of times we have to go back to the basics and the things that we think are too simple or that we take for granted, a lot of times it's because that we think that, oh, it's just, it's simple. It's something that, you know, is, I don't know, I think it's not a cliche, but, you know, how people say, oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. Oh, you know, just pray about it and whatnot. And it's not that I don't think that as a body of Christ, I, I don't think that, not that we don't take it seriously. There are some people who do not take uh, prayer seriously, but it, it becomes such a, uh, it can become such a cliche that it you put it into the back of your mind and you find yourself not being as serious as you need to be about it. And sometimes I think that we can, we can forget that uh, we need to go back to the basics and how important uh, certain things is, is like prayer. You know, prayer is important and prayer is very powerful. So my topic today is to talk about the power of prayer. And hopefully you can see um, my avenue and where I'm going with this. Okay, so the power of prayer, a lot of things that we need to pray about or that we should pray about that may seem simple um, everyday things that you may not think to pray for, but it's things that we need. And I've, I've learned this firsthand of when we think that things are just automatically supposed to come to us. Like we assume that, you know, we're going to always have strength. We assume that we're always going to have wisdom. We assume that, you know, we're always going to have courage and strength and, and, and perseverance. And the thing is that we're not going to always have those things as strong as you had it in, as we've had it in certain, you know, situations. And it's things like that to where you can be so not vain, but so assumptuous that because God did a thing back then that he's going to always do that thing. And it's not that God is not going to always be there for us, but it's just that we need to be humble and we need to always be mindful and be prayerful because the enemy roams about like a lion seeking who he may devour. And if we're not mindful and we're not watchful, we can fall prey to not having our guard up and praying for simple things is key. And I've gotten into this and, and God had to, had to, he had to teach me, okay, how to not take certain things for granted. You know, there were certain things that I would take for granted, like uh, praying or how, what else can I say? Um, maybe having strength and, and wisdom in certain situations or just in general, you know, God would have God would have to teach me to to pray and be mindful of these things. And some of the things that we we should pray for, some of the things that we ought to pray for, even if it's everyday things like we need to pray for strength, we should pray for uh, endurance, courage, wisdom. And one of my uh, notes that I have here in my book is um, to not necessarily pray 
uh, to get the fruits of the Holy Spirit because when we're when we're saved in um, in and through Jesus Christ, when we are born again, we we get the fruits of the Holy Spirit. We get the Holy Spirit. We Christ become comes to live in us. So we do have the fruits of the Holy Spirit already. And in my notes and what God had put on my heart for us to also pray for is that we grow in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And that's through praying and fasting because there are certain things that we already have that we should pray God, pray to God to ask him on how to use those things. The fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is which can be found in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. And let me read it real quick. And I'm going to read the King James Version because I like the King, King James Version. And I always study from that uh, very often. And you can use any version of the Bible that you're comfortable with uh, reading and studying from. This is just something that I personally like to study. So I'm going to read. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. The fruits, and this is the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Verse 23. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. Now these are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. When we think of joy, love, peace, meekness, long-suffering, we think of being perfect and being just like Jesus Christ. And, and it's okay to think that way. Just know that as we live in his flesh, we're not going to be perfect, but we can become more like Christ every day until God calls us home. The only time that we're going to be 100% perfect like Christ is when we are transformed Okay, when our when we leave our bodies on this earth to turn to dust and when our souls transcend into heaven, that's when we will become perfect and we will become just like our heavenly father. But until then, uh don't become intimidated by thinking, Oh man, you know, how do I manifest, you know, Galatians chapter five, verses twenty two to twenty three, and it's through prayer. Okay, and not to pray to have it because as children of God, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we already have it once we become children of God. So what we need to be mindful to pray is just that God show us how to develop these seeds that are planted on the inside of us through Jesus Christ. You know, how do we develop in love? How do we develop in meekness? How do we develop in peace? And peace is another thing that we do have to develop in. And even though we have peace through the Holy Spirit, you're thinking, well, how do we develop in peace? It's it's possible to develop in peace. And I know that firsthand. It can be, peace can be transformed to any situation. Peace can be no war. Peace could be you're, you're, arguing, you, you're arguing with your spouse and you are, you're creating strife within your home. God is going to show you once you pray and fast how to develop peace within your household and not just necessarily um, being quiet. It's how do you refrain from having as many arguments? How do you communicate better? Um, peace, and let me think of another situation where you can apply peace. Uh, peace within the church. 
Um, how do you get the strife out of the church? Things like that. These are things where we can apply the seeds, you know, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and how do we develop them in certain situations. And the only way we can grow and develop the seeds and the fruits of the Holy Spirit is applying those seeds in our lives when we are in situations. Like, we can't just sit here and and think that um, we're never going to go through anything. We're never going to go through any trials because that's not how we are developed as Christians. You know, it's like when you go to the gym and you work out, you know, your back, you know, your pecs, you know, your arms, your biceps, your triceps, your quads, you know, and all the muscles, you know, of your body. How you develop your muscles and muscle memory to become bigger, leaner, thinner. You know, you do cardio, you weight lift, you, you weight train, you know, you do uh, athletics, uh, you, you know, you swim. In order for us to develop the muscles that we want and to look a certain way and to remain in a certain weight bracket, we have to develop our muscles so, and it's just like the same thing with the fruits of the Holy Spirit when we pray and ask God to help us become better Christians and help us to, to walk in the fruits of the Holy Spirit, to walk in love, to walk in peace. We are asking God to put us in a situation to where we know how to love the people who hate us. We know how to walk in peace by apologizing to a person who they didn't they started the situation, but because the Holy Spirit is leading you to manifest peace, now God is putting it on your heart to apologize to this person or people, even when you didn't start the argument or you didn't start the situation. But because God is entrusting you as a child of God, as his child, because God knows that you have the power in you that they don't, now you're being held more responsible to develop and bring about peace. And you may think, oh, it's not fair. It doesn't have to be fair. As children of God, whatever God commands us, whatever God uh, tells us to do, we do. And it's going to hurt to our flesh and it's going to probably hurt to our souls sometimes. Because as human beings, we want to be vindicated. We want to feel like we have the upper hand but really as Christians even if on the outside it looks like we doesn't we do not have the upper hand when we're developing our souls and when we're developing our spirit man and when we're saying yes to God and saying no to the flesh as we're maturing more in Christ and as we're becoming whole in Christ we're actually winning okay we're winning more than what we may see with our eyes but if we ask God to show us how to look in faith, we can see that in the spiritual realm, okay, that we are winning. Even though on the outside it doesn't look like we're winning, but on the inside we are. So when we're praying for things like endurance, strength, faith, uh, peace, wisdom, we're asking God to develop us. We're asking God to, to help us and for us to grow in Christ. Now, Praying for these things, it doesn't mean that it's automatically going to happen. It doesn't mean that it's automatically going to happen, but let me give you some examples. So even when we pray for things 
and God may not do it automatically, but what God may do, and which is funny because I would tell you, well, I'm not going to tell you stories, but I'm going to tell you one story of how God will use you and use a situation to let you see where you are in Christ and where you need to be and how you need to develop when you start praying things like, God, give me peace, give me wisdom, or help me to, to develop in these things. I remember it was a few years ago, or not a few years ago, but a long, long time ago, when I had asked God, and I was like, I was on fire for Christ, and uh, I was asking God, you know, use me, and, you know, I want to be used by you, and, and I told God, I was like, I want to love everybody, right? And it seemed like immediately, like, there were like a few people who, they got on my nerve, the one nerve I had left, they got on it. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, what is going on now? I had been frustrated. And I was at work. I had been frustrated, like, the whole day. Okay? Frustrated, mad. I don't like them. They get on my nerves. Why they here? Ooh, I want to leave. Blah, 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 blah. And as I'm, you know, throwing my little, my little fit on the inside, towards the end of the day, the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation. And he said, you said that you wanted to love and walk in love and and to love your enemies and 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 what god was telling me was that how can you love your enemies ebony if you never have any and i was like oh that's what you was doing Mm, okay so it's it's things like that how when we ask god and we pray for things how he gives it to us now to me it seemed like it was immediately but that was probably me being dramatic, but what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when we do pray for these things, God will give us a situation, and it may seem like it happens immediately, or to you, if you were like me, you're throwing a fit, like, you know, you don't want these people in your life, and blah, blah, blah. That's the only way that we can develop and become mature in Christ, and how we can become stronger, okay? So... Pray for endurance, courage, strength, wisdom, patience, and pray to be developed to de- to be developed in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And that you can find the fruits of the Holy Spirit in Galatians chapter five, verses twenty-two and twenty-three. Now that I gave you some examples of what had happened to me and how I've learned how to not take things for granted and just because it has either come easy in the past or I had to pray for it and God gave me strength and wisdom and and what I needed in that situation doesn't mean that it's always going to be the same way at the exact same time. God wants us to be humble and to always pray. I don't care if you've been strengthened every day for six days without you asking on the seventh day you still humble yourself and pray and ask God for strength. And it's not that God is going to ever leave us and leave us alone. And it's not that we should ever become fearful, like, oh, let me pray for God, take it away. No, it's for us to be mindful, okay? And it's for us to be humble, okay? Because like I said before in the beginning, the devil is walking around like a wrong lion to see who he can seek and devour. And if we're not on our A-game, if we don't have our guard up, you know, if we're not doing what we are supposed to do in Christ, we could slip up at any time for anything. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be the smallest thing. 
and or it could be like the biggest situation ever known to mankind we are to always stay humble and not to become too haughty because when we become too haughty either god is going to let the the devil get us because he's trying to show us to be humble or we're going to run into a brick wall and then we're going to be asking god to help us out when we should have been humble a long time ago okay God has the power to change our situations, okay, in our circumstances, but God also has the power to let us remain in our circumstances and situations, but he also has the power to love us and to change, and he also has the power to keep us in a situation, but yet he has the power to love us through whatever it is that we're going through. He has enough power, okay? to sustain us through situations. So God has the power to change the situation, and God also has the power to keep us in a situation in love, but also to develop us and to grow, grow us up in Christ. And it doesn't mean that God loves us more or loves us less. It's what we need to go through to get from point A to point B to point C. That's life. We all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. And in order for us to fulfill that purpose, we must go through what we are to do in life up until the day that we die, up until the day that God calls us home, okay? So if God doesn't take you out of a situation, even though you want to be out of the situation, don't become upset or don't become discouraged, okay? It doesn't mean that God loves us any less, okay? He is the same God as today, as yesterday, and forever always, and the same power that God is using to keep you in a situation to teach you, just like how he taught me and how he will continue to teach me, it's the same power that he uses to get you out of a situation. So always keep that in mind and always be thankful and be prayerful and be praiseful. There are many examples in the Bible of God answering prayers, but there's also just as many examples in the Bible where God doesn't answer their prayers, but he keeps them in a situation and he strengthens them. Prayer is not simply us getting what we want. And this is what God wanted me to relate to you. And for me as myself, as I'm speaking to you all, God is also speaking to me. God wanted me to tell you that prayer is not simply him answering what it is that we're praying for like god god is a genie you know and i wrote this in my book um what's your fish the story of jonah like god is not a genie prayer is not simply us getting what we want but prayer is us connecting with god on a spiritual level okay prayer is us fellowshipping with god on another on another level and fellowshipping fellowshipping with him and develop a, a relationship with him as our heavenly fa father prayer is also for us to not just have a relationship with god but prayer is for us to break demonic forces prayer is for our sustenance prayer is also for us to be used by god to break generational curses off of other people as well as ourselves and as well as generations to come. Prayer can be simple. 
It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be drawn out. It doesn't have to be eloquent. God doesn't like all that stuff. Like, you don't have to have, you know, uh, certain words to speak. You don't have to be dressed a certain way. You don't have to act a certain way to pray. You don't have to do all these things to be fancy in front of God because God knows who we are. God created us. Prayer is simple. And prayer can be simply used to get into the presence of God. Like, I know I talked about how prayer changes things, the power of prayer, breaking generational curses, being strong, being sustained. But sometimes prayer is just allowing ourselves to be in the presence of God. Like, pray to be in the presence of God, not to always ask for stuff, you know, and one of the examples that God put on my heart is, is like, when we constantly, when, if, if I was to go to my mother, and every time I speak with her, I'm only asking for something. I'm not saying, hey, how you doing? Um, how's your day been? Or, you know, let's just drink coffee and have this good conversation. If my communication with my earthly mother is always... Hey, mom, can you give me this? Hey, mom, can you give me that? Hey, mom, can you give me this? Hey, mom, can you make me breakfast? Hey, mom, can you blah, 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 and so on and so forth. If my communication with my mother was always like that, we would not have a relationship. It would be pretty much, uh, she would be a servant. You know, she would be a genie. You know, anything that I wanted, she would give me, and that's it. And that's how God wants us to realize how we are not to be with him like god wants us to pray and ask for stuff yes god wants us to recognize that we have a need that he will supply all our needs all of our needs but what god also doesn't want us to remain in is a give me mentality okay we're not supposed to always say give me give me give me god wants us to fellowship with him he needs us to fellowship with him not for him solely but for us because as children of God, he is our father, okay? He is our leader. And how can we mimic or be transformed in the likeness of Christ? How can we operate in the power of God when we don't even fellowship with God, when we don't even know our father to, to be transformed like Christ, like his son? You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is why God said in the New Testament, and even Jesus said it in the New Testament, how many people are going to do many works in Jesus Christ's name. But some of them same people are not going to make it into heaven. Jesus is going to go, I never knew you. Okay? So the power of prayer is also the power of fellowship with God. The power of prayer is also asking to be in the presence of God. Not just always asking for things. Not all, not, it's not just always asking for someone to be healed, okay? But just like Jesus said in the Bible, like I said a minute ago, how we can ask for many things. And Jesus will heal because his name has power and power alone. But those same people who will say, I did so many works in Jesus' name, how can I not make it to heaven? And Jesus is going to say on that day, depart from me, I never knew you. Don't be one of those people who you are constantly asking God for things, and you're constantly using Jesus Christ's name to, to move mountains, but yet he never knew you, okay? We have to fellowship as Christians with our Father. Fellowship is very important, okay? Prayer is 
also connecting with our father and being in his presence and recognizing and learning his voice over and over and over and over. Okay, until the day we die. And like I said, God doesn't want us to not ask him for anything. Okay, he does. He wants us to ask him for stuff, but don't let our relationship dwindle down to just asking. It's it's us genuinely being in the presence of God is us genuinely being happy that God woke us up. You know, it's just simple things like, thank you, Father, for allowing me to see. You know, thank you for allowing me to talk and to, to walk and to breathe and to hear and to smell. And, and, you know, to use my limbs, all of my limbs. You know, because there are some people who they wake up in, in bad situations. People wake or well, not wake up in a coma, but some people, you know, they're alive one day and in a coma the next day. Some people go out and driving into a car accident and, you know, whatever is meant to be will happen. But, you know, um, things can happen from one minute to the next. You know, we're not guaranteed fullness in everything. So be humble, be thankful fellowship with God just just because he loves us and, and we love him, okay? Be genuine about your relationship with God. And another thing that God just put on my heart as I was uh, going over my notes to, to read with you is, is that the relationship that you may have had, okay, and this is for somebody because God just gave me this. For those of you who've had broken relationships with your earthly parents, okay, or your biological uh, parents or your guardians, whatever relationship that you had with them that was broken, um, that was probably non-existent, whatever was toxic and bad, whoever raised you in um, a bad environment and, and not to try to throw anything out there, but for those of you who didn't have a, a good home growing up, God wants me to tell you that to pray and ask God to wipe all of what you think being a parent is out, okay, of, of your mind. The fears you have, pray and ask God to release them. Boom. What you saw growing up, and God wants me to say this, and this, I feel this, what you saw growing up as a child of how your guardians, parents, whoever raised you, however you've seen them operate, God is telling me to tell you that that is not how he is, okay? God is not your mean father, okay? God is not that man who raped you and molested you. God is not that that mother who who molested you and, and left you in crack homes and in abandoned shelters. God saying that he is not like who raised you. Okay? You can be mad at God. You can be uh questioning God. You can be doubtful on his power. You can be doubtful of whatever because how we grow up, how we're raised. Nine times out of ten is how we see God, okay? And I wrote this in my book as well. Um, I used to think that God was mean. I used to think that he was just unforgiving because growing up, you have people telling you, 
God and he he uh he's gonna he's gonna strike you with lightning and 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 um God is gonna punish you for living in sin. So you grow up and I grew up thinking that and I've always wanted to be saved and you know, growing up and to know Christ, but I also had this fear in my mind that God was not merciful because of the seeds that people planted in my mind, you know, growing up. But God had to reveal that to me that God is not like that. God is not. He is always merciful. He is always graceful. Okay. So however you grew up, okay, get that out of your mind that that's how God is. You know, God isn't going to just love you because you do everything right. God loves you in spite of doing everything wrong. Okay. God wanted me to tell you that. And I pray 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 that as you are listening to this podcast, okay, and and watching this YouTube, I pray that the Holy Spirit breaks off of you, okay, the bondages in your mind of how you think God is based on the bad environment that you grew up in. I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit breaks that mess off of you, okay, and I pray that the Holy Spirit, and I pray that God heals you in your heart where you are hurting, okay? Whatever is blocking your view on God and how he is, whatever stopping you from connecting with God on a deeper level, I pray, okay, by the power of the Holy Spirit that that stuff breaks off of you, okay? You are important to God and you matter, okay? Forgive those who raised you wrong, Okay, forgive him. You don't feel like it. You don't you don't have to have the feeling of wanting to forgive them. Forgiveness is the gateway to a deeper relationship with God. Okay? It is a a gateway. Okay? It is the door to many doors of the blessing of the Lord. And I'm telling you this from experience, okay? Now back to my notes. God loves us and needs us to fellowship with him, get to know him because he is love. And God needs to love us. Okay. Again, God is love and God needs to love us. This is why we were created and we were created with the purpose for him to love us. Okay, God created us so that he can love us. And God created us with a purpose. God has to love us. Okay, God needs to fellowship with, fellowship with us and love us. God is love. And because he is love, he has to manifest his love onto us. Okay, that's just like an earthly parent who, let's say for the sake of just to say, okay, um, every parent who ever, who, every, every mother who has ever given birth, let's say they automatically had a bond with their child. Now, there are some mothers in, in, I don't have this experience, but just from, um, my knowledge on hearing other, other women tell this story, there are some women who they give birth and they don't immediately feel a connection with their child. Okay. Let's just say for the sake of saying that every woman gives birth 
and they immediately have a connection with their child and they want to bond with them. And if you've seen like a lot of these birthing stories, you know, on TLC channel or somewhere on YouTube, you know, nowadays they have everything on YouTube to where the nurses will give the mother mother back her baby once she cleans the baby up and things like that. They'll give the baby back to the mother and they'll have the baby lay on the mother's chest and sometimes I guess maybe breastfeed at that moment, but they the nurses know the importance of bonding immediately. And that's how God is God is with us. He created all of us and because he loves us and just like an earthly parent how we have that that automatic bond with our children that's how god is with us now if we never allowed our children to fellowship with us or to have a deep relationship with us or if our children never wanted to have a relationship with us it would hurt okay it would hurt us and if you ever and this is another example if you ever seen a parent lose their child how they're hurt how um, the pain that they feel inside is very, very deep, okay? It, it, it's like and like that with us and God. God needs to fellowship with us. We need to fellowship with God, not just to sustain us, but because God is love. He created us, okay? And love is the number one thing. Love and love is key, okay? And if you don't take anything away from this, the power of prayer, take away the fact that we need to fellowship with God because we were created out of love and we were created from love and we we were created for love, okay? And that's important and that's powerful and that's key. And a lot of our foundations, not a lot, but our main foundation that we need to have as Christians and as children of God is that we need to learn love and the basics of love. We need to know and learn and and and. Uh, dig deep that God loves us because a lot of people come from broken homes, broken backgrounds, and for whatever reason, foundations are offset. Okay, it's off balance. Getting back to the basics of love, getting back to the the basic foundation of the love of Christ, of the love of God, is going to level that playing field. It's gonna level that foundation. It's gonna level your foundation, and it's gonna it's gonna make a lot of crooked things straight. Okay, it's it's going to heal a lot of your wounds, a lot of your brokenness. So if you don't get anything else, get the fact that you need to get back to love, and you need to allow God to heal the broken pieces. You know, in your life, you need God to mend those things back together. Okay, God is meant to love us out of sin and into holiness. God is meant to love us out and through brokenness and into wholeness. God is meant to sustain us from that toxic relationship that we're trying to get out of into a safe place, okay? And these are a few examples that I wrote. God is always trying to love us from bad to good, from worse to great, from great to greater. God's love is what's going to sustain us. We need to also be aware and be mindful that we are ought to pray even when we don't feel like it. Even when we feel like giving up. And even when we have temptations strongly to not pray or we feel like we should brush it off. Okay, That's, that's a demonic force. That's a demonic um, force in the atmosphere 
trying to push us not to pray, okay? We need to pray anyway. We need to push through and push through that demonic atmosphere. We need to reach up to God, okay? And we need to break the demonic spirits in the atmosphere, okay? Because don't think that we just going to sit up here and skip and hop and jump and be all lolly-dolly on this earth and not think that the devil is not going to tempt us and not going to attack us. Every time we wake up and put our foot on the floor, the devil is is using his old schemes. There's not going to be any new ones. He can't think of nothing new. He ain't got that much power. He got power, but he ain't got that much. And he's not creative. Because it even says in the Bible that there's no sin that is uncommon to man. Everything, every trick that the devil has sent our way has been the same old sin from forever ago. He's not creative. Okay, so... Just be on guard and be prayerful and be mindful and break through the power of the atmosphere. Now, the reason why you may be feeling like not praying, the reason why you may be feeling certain things is because, for one, God may have increased or given you a spirit of discernment, okay? And the reason why you're feeling and you're sensitive and you're being sensitive to the things that are around you demonic-wise, is because God has given you specifically the power, okay, the power to change the situation, okay, you ever, you ever hear the term prayer warriors, how when they start praying things and, and, and God start moving, it's true, it's accurate, so don't think, man, why do I feel this way, you're feeling that way because God is, for one, allowing you to, and for two, is because God has given you a responsibility and you have the power within you through Jesus Christ, okay, through the Holy Spirit, through God, to change that situation and to pray that thing out of whatever, okay? So the next time you feel whatever it is that God is allowing you to feel and to sense that is not of God. God is allowing you to feel that for a reason. Just be be thankful, be mindful, and ask God to show you what it is that you need to do to change the to to change the situation. Ask God to to show you and to reveal to you exactly what it is that you need to be praying for. Okay? You have the responsibility and you have been tasked, okay, with this uh, you have been tasked with the task of being powerful and being more like Christ, okay? When Jesus Christ walked around, he didn't have to prepare a place um, before he came. No, when God walked through the crowd, demons moved, you know, people got healed, people got saved. Jesus Christ didn't need to do all the, the hoop and hurrah that some people do. And some He didn't need to go to a place three days before and pray, you know, things out and things through. He had so much power because he is Jesus Christ that when he walked, things moved. And that's how Peter and John and Paul was. When they walked, like Paul said, or I think it was Paul or Peter, but... When uh, when one of them walked, their shadow healed people because the power of Christ was on them so strong that anything that wasn't of God just had to move out the way, okay? So the next time you feel some type of way, pray and ask God to show you what it is, is that your assignment is because you have the power and God has given you spirit of discernment in that particular moment or in that particular season, to 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 change it 
So don't feel like, oh man, why do I feel this way? Be thankful that God is is opening your spiritual eyes and your spiritual senses to say, I have given you this task. Okay, you should feel honored. Okay, that God is giving you and equipping you to pray the situation different. Okay, so be thankful next time that happens. Now, now I'm talking about the power of prayer and, and you know, prayer changes things and fellowshipping with God and, and, and having a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's get to what happens if you pray and God doesn't answer your prayer the way you think that he should. And what happens when God doesn't answer your prayer how you hope for. Okay, there's an example in 2 Corinthians and I'm going to read the scripture here in a minute. Second Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verses 7 through, 7 through 9, but I also added 10. So Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. Okay? What happens when you're praying for God to change the situation and he doesn't? Does it happen? Yes. God doesn't. God answers every prayer, but he does not answer every prayer how we think he should. Okay, you ever seen someone pray for someone in the hospital and they still pass away? You ever see someone pray for someone uh, to be healed of cancer and then they still die of cancer, diabetes, um, some type of sickness, or or even some woman who give birth, uh, they die during giving birth, or you may have someone in a car accident and you wonder why, you know, they left church and, and didn't die. Um, there are times when God doesn't answer our prayer the way we think it should look. But God does answer every prayer. It's just that God answer answers every prayer according to his will, not our will. So Second Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7. And again, I'm, I'm going to read from the King James Version. And I'm using my uh, Bible app, the um, version. uh BibleGateway.com. Unless I should, and this is this is Paul speaking to the Church of Corinthians. Unless I should, unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, there was given me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Verse eight. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, meaning three, that it might depart from me. Verse 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now verse 10. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So, going back to God answering prayer, but not how we think that he should answer. So, God doesn't always give us what we want, but he will always give us what we need. Okay? Paul was praying here. For God to whatever Satan was buffeting him with, whatever Satan was tempting him with in the flesh, uh, Paul was saying that he prayed that God take it away three times. And you know, Paul was 
they called him the chief of the apostles. Now, you know, Paul prayed for some three times. The guy was like, nah, fam. You just going to go through this just like everybody else. You know, them prayers was hard, okay? Them, them prayers probably moved uh, a mountain or something. Those prayers was probably off and popping. But God was like, no, I'm not going to answer your prayer how you want me to answer it. But I am going to give you what you need. So, in this lesson, in learning that God isn't going to always answer our prayers how we want, but God is going to answer his prayers, answer our prayers according to his will, okay? Even in Paul's despair, Paul had to learn that when God did not answer his prayer, but showed him something greater, that is a lesson in strength and growth in God and was much better than giving him what he wanted. God does know what's best for us. And this is a journey that we ought to trust as we walk with, with the Lord. So God doesn't always answer prayers how we want, but he does give us what we need. So when thinking of prayer and thinking of praying and asking God to do something. Remember this scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 9 and 10. Think that if God doesn't answer, okay, your prayer how you want, switch gears, okay, switch it up and say, okay, now you're going to go from accepting that God isn't going to answer the prayer how you want. So, you don't quit praying, okay? You don't quit the situation. But if it's something that's helping you, you grow. If it's something that seems to bother you or something that you just want done so bad, if God isn't going to do it right then and there, maybe he'll do it in 10 years. Maybe he'll do it in 15 years. Maybe he'll do it in 20. Maybe he won't ever do it, okay? So if you find yourself praying for something that God is seemingly not doing anything about it, switch gears, okay? Don't quit on a situation because that's not what God wants you to do, okay? Switch gears and ask God, okay, if you're not going to take the situa situation away from me, if you're not going to give me what it is that I think I want, show me through this situation what it is for one, okay, that I am supposed to learn. Okay, show me what it is that I'm supposed to get from this situation. Show me what it is that I need to learn. Show me what, what is it that I need to die to in my flesh. How am I supposed to grow in Christ from this situation? Okay, um, how am I supposed to develop the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. What is it that God wants us to learn in a situation is more important than actually getting the answer, the, the prayers answered? And that's one of the things I wrote in my notes is how it's more important for us to learn a lesson and for us to grow in Christ and to grow stronger in the Lord than it is for God to actually answer our prayers and just be done with a situation like that. It's better for us to develop our souls and spirits in Christ. And it's better for us and gooder for us to become more like Jesus Christ 
through God not answering a prayer as fast as we want him to. But if it's going to help us grow and develop, then so be it. And it's going to suck. It is. I'm telling you, I've been there and I'm sure God is going to have me in plenty other situations to where I'm going to probably pray, you know, to be done with whatever it is that I want to be done with. But God is going to say, no, I need to grow you up. Okay, just like Paul said, it's it's better that he boasts himself in affirmities. He's more stronger when he is weak than when God is answering a prayer. And it's done just like that. Because there's something about us becoming stronger when we are humble. There's always going to be something in our lives as Christians where it's going to be that one thing that, man, you just wish God would heal. You just wish that God would just take it away. But it keeps you humble. It keeps you grounded. Okay? And it, and it keeps you on your toes. You know, while the world looks at you and says, oh, man, you have everything to the front, you know, to the outside world. But people don't know that maybe you're struggling with something in the back. Or maybe you may have a child that's disabled. And whatever it is, God is keeping you humble through that situation. And it hurts and it sucks. And and you want to have everything go perfectly. You want to have everything go smoothly. But that's just not the case. You know, it would be nice if everything was run smoothly and everything happened how it's supposed to happen perfectly. And life was great. and, And we can feel like, you know... We're living life in the Bahamas in the clear waters every single day. But as long as we're living in this earth, that's not going to happen. Okay, as long as we're living in this fleshy, fleshly bodies, that's not going to happen. We're always going to have something that we're, we're learning from, that we're growing from. And we may be tired of it, but just know that just as well as God as allowing us to be in a situation Know that he's given us more strength to remain in that situation, okay, to sustain us because he loves us, okay? Don't ever think that God doesn't love us just because he allows us to be in a situation. Don't ever think that God doesn't love us because he is not answering the prayers how we think that he should, okay? Never doubt God. And even in in praying, just like how when Jesus was in the the garden of gethsemane how he prayed and the devil tempted him okay when we're in our darkest hour when we're in our darkest need when we when we are praying for things to come about and they're not coming as quickly the devil is going to put all kinds of thoughts and and ideas you know in our minds to make us try to doubt god and doubt that he's ever going to remove the situation and that's not the case don't ever doubt god because he's not moving how you want and even if god never did the thing that you wanted okay you have to grow in faith and grow in love and grow in christ and become stronger and to know that he loves you just as well as if he healed you or if he if he answered your prayer as if you know even if he did it he loves you just the same okay so Take away the key points that you pray for things that we may, we ought to pray for things that we take for granted, okay, every day. Uh, Strength, courage, wisdom. Don't think that because God gave you wisdom in a situation five years ago that he's going to automatically give you wisdom to handle this situation without you praying. We have to invite God in our lives through prayer, 
okay? We have to constantly ask God to give us wisdom on how, how to handle situations and people and, and, and giving us wisdom and understanding and insight um, on how to, how to handle business moves. And, and we need wisdom and we need spirit of discernment and we need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when we're, when we're going about thinking about buying a car. You know, God is probably telling you, you don't need another car loan. You don't need another house loan. You know, don't get that credit card because you don't you don't need another bill to pay. Okay, that's wisdom from God. Our emotion says go out and buy the next Louis Vuitton purse, but the wisdom of the Lord is saying save your money. So we need God's spirit of discernment and we need God's wisdom and courage and strength for everyday things. And we need to constantly pray every day and not take things for granted and not become vain because we can easily slip up at any time okay we can easily slip up we we can it takes one split decision in one second to make a decision that will mess you up for the rest of your life or for the next 10 or 20 years you know it and it does and this is why we need to pray and ask God for godly and ask God for godly wisdom and his wisdom because we're we can't always be sure that we're going to always walk in the same wisdom and courage that we did a while ago okay we need to be humble we need to be thankful pray for things and like i said before we have the fruits of the holy spirit we need to pray not to have those things but we need to pray uh galatians 5 22 and 23 that god manifests what we already have inside that god manifests patience and love and peace and meekness and long-suffering but just be humble and know that with prayer for God developing those seeds, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, know that situations are going to come. God is going to begin to allow situations to come into our lives so we can develop patience, so we can develop peace, so we can know how to diffuse a situation, even if we don't like a person or if we don't like how they handle it. God is going to allow us to walk in peace by apologizing to a person who we know that they're wrong but the holy spirit is going to lead us to apologize anyway long suffering suffering through through um prayers that are answered but um not how we want that's long suffering okay meekness being humble when your ego is saying oh floss and, and, and flaunt in front of your enemies that's meekness Meekness is is power, uh, power under control. Jesus had a lot of power, okay, um, and there um, there were a lot of things that Jesus could have done, you know, in a crowd to show them that oh, I'm Jesus, you know, I can heal anything, I can I can heal everything, I can make things move. But did Jesus always do that? No. Meekness is is having the power to do right and or wrong but having the power and keeping it under control and saying you know what i could tell this person off and hurt their feelings but i'm not gonna do that instead i'm gonna pray meekness is how are we using that power we can use our power to hurt people or we can use our power to help heal people okay having meekness in in knowing the things that you possess but using it for the greater good that's meekness and God is going to grow us up in Christ by using situations to help us develop the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So in 
the power of prayer. Okay, know that God is going to answer all prayers. Just, it's not going to always be how we imagine, but we must remain faithful. And in the power of prayer, the main thing is that not that God is a genie and not that he is going to um, always give us what we want, but that we also fellowship in and develop a genuine relationship with our father. Okay, because like I said before, in the New Testament, Jesus said that there are going to be many people who are going to do miracles and things in his name because there is power in Jesus' name. But he's still going to say, depart from me because I never knew you. So don't get into the habit of thinking, oh, I can pray for anything, but not have a genuine relationship with Jesus Christ. We need to make that our foundation, okay, and we need to walk in love, and our foundation needs to be love before we can start pouring out into other people and and our foundation needs to be love um versus getting anything that we want because that's that's not going to that's not going to uh suffice you know um so i pray that you guys were blessed by this uh youtube uh video and hello to tony rantala hi i see that you are uh logged in and that you said hello hello uh, thank you guys for watching, and I pray that you guys are blessed by this message. And you can also find this on my podcast, so you can also, for the audio, you can uh, get it and in, tune into my podcast and, and subscribe to that, so you can also get this there. So have a great day and have a great uh, evening, and I pray that you guys have a blessed week, and I will see you guys soon.